It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Gary Ross. And good morning. Welcome. Welcome to game time on a Thursday. We are at the NCAA basketball tournament in Fort Worth, Texas, as we get you ready for Baylor and Norfolk State coming up a little later on today. One o'clock tip, in fact, 1230 for the pregame right here on ESPN Central Texas. So obviously we're going to have a lot of basketball to get into today. Some football conversation to talk about, even some baseball news to get to today. And uh, so we've got a a packed show for two hours and then got to go scampering over to Dickey's Arena and uh, and we'll get over there and get ready for uh, our our pregame show that will hit the air at 11 o'clock this morning. So there's a lot of stuff going on, and uh, we're glad you're a part of it. And just hit, basically, Garrett Ross, all you have to do is put your radio on ESPN Central Texas and leave it. We're going to have plenty of coverage, and it's going to be wall-to-wall, and it is going to be fun. Oh, no doubt. And this is exactly where you want to be if you're a Baylor fan. Obviously, you would hope to be at the games, but with you know, if you aren't able to attend, we have everything you need, wall-to-wall, Baylor, so let's do it, man. Let's dance. No, I'm telling you, and that's exactly right. First of all, uh, it is March Madness, and it was madness last night. We're going to get into the Notre Dame Rutgers game a little uh, in, in a few minutes. I mean, that was a terrific double overtime basketball Ooh. game. And I'm telling you, I kept thinking, okay, well, Rutgers is going to win this game. But no, Notre Dame's going to win this game. It was one of those deals. Uh, you, you, <laughs> it, the momentum just swung like crazy. Yeah, in, in this in this game. So uh, we'll, we'll get into that. Uh, a lot of stuff going on. Cowboy news or lack of cowboy news, Garrett. Uh, <laughs> how about that? I mean, everybody's wow. Jerry Jones is going to be angry and he's going to overpay for Von Miller. Well, no, he's not. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I'm starting to wonder if Jerry cares about wins and losses. It's, it's like if this franchise was, I don't know, maybe like the Cardinals where you didn't have that brand and you, you automatically had people coming and, and – for the seats because of just, you know, it's the Cowboys. You know, it's like they've, they've put themselves in a corner where the brand is bigger than the wins, and they can't figure out how to balance that. And for whatever reason, I think players are starting to see that. Uh, it's not an ideal landing spot that like you assume it would be. Uh, and we're seeing that year in and year out. I mean, this was a prime opportunity to go after Von Miller, somebody who's from the Metroplex, bring him home, and you just laid an egg once again. If it's about money, that's one thing. If it's about money and winning, well, all you got to do if, if you're if you're any team in the NFL is tell that player that you're if you're negotiating with against the Cowboys. Hey, when's the last time they won? When's yeah. the last time they really won big? When's the last time they pushed all the chips to the middle of the table? When? And, and you you make a great point. I mean is winning the priority. I always thought Jerry Jones really was about winning and he was going to parlay winning into all the money. And I think he did early on with all those Super Bowl championships. I, I think they did. But I, I'm, I'm like you, man. I mean, I hate to say this, and I'm still not convinced that he does it, but it certainly seems sometimes that they are not committed to winning football games as much as they are committed to, to winning 
George Washington. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly what it is. And, and another thing is, r- right now, we're in an era where all of these players in the NFL, well, I'm not going to say all of them, a vast majority of the players in the NFL grew up never seeing the Cowboys be relevant. Okay, They used to have the luxury of all the players coming up. They saw them. They wanted to be a Cowboy. Nope, these guys don't want to be a Cowboy. They've never seen them do anything. Well, they get the they get the Sunday night games. They get the three twenty five Sunday afternoon games. They get the Thanksgiving Day games, and, and so America knows the Dallas Cowboys inside and out. And they have, I mean, look, you have a relationship with the Cowboys if you're an NFL fan. Either you love them or you hate them. I mean, you have that relationship. I, you know, I go back to that one playoff game where they lost to the San Francisco 49ers. By the way, the only team, home team to lose in the, uh, in the wild card round. But I go back to that game, and I watched the video of people lined up at the glass doors ready to sprint inside so they could get that standing room only on the rail to watch the football game. And I'm just sitting there scratching my head going, he doesn't have to win. He's got that. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. If he was a different franchise, like if the Cowboys were one of these mediocre, well, they are a mediocre franchise, but if they were a mediocre franchise without a brand, you wouldn't see that. You just wouldn't. Yeah, I I agree. Uh, I I agree. And again, I always thought, and I'm still not convinced that I'm not, uh, my thoughts aren't correct, but I always thought, hey, look, the Cowboys want to win as bad as anybody they want those championships as bad as anybody. I'm just not sure they know how to go about getting them. Uh, I'm not sure that they have the right path, the way that they're structured and organized. Now I'm not so sure. I mean, it's like, what are you doing? I mean, what are you really, really doing in that front office? I don't I mean, know. I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's, it's more confu- it, it is clearly more confusing today than it was two weeks ago. I mean, I'm con- I don't I don't get it. And look, I'm not saying that I'm an NFL insider. I, I you know I'm no different than anybody else. But I mean, you could sit there and just watch and read, and know that they're not moving in the right direction. I it's mean, it's imploding. Yeah, well, it is it absolutely is, and, and I don't get it. And you know, one of the things that you and I talked about three times yesterday, Ward, after the program was that there's no way that they weren't going to go get Bob Miller. That they were going to do everything in their power to go get Bob Miller. Well, he's going to Buffalo. Yeah, now, that, what's, now what's the answer in defensive end? They don't have one. It's a fail. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get into all that a little later on. But the, right now, we have got a welcome into the program, Mike Gray, from the Humane Society. Michael, good morning. Welcome to March Madness. Good morning. What a great time of year it is. March Madness. How exciting. You sent me your bracket last night. Yeah. Uh, I did not have a chance to to look it over. Were there any surprises? I mean, did you did you know, did you have uh Tarleton State winning at all? I mean, were there any surprises? Uh, uh, I got uh, the Sweet 16. I got UConn going over Gonzaga. I don't know how much how big of a surprise that would be, but uh, You have who? Utah? Uh uh, UConn. Oh, UConn. Okay. Yeah, I got UConn going over uh, the Zags in the Sweet 16. Um, uh, but no, no crazy, crazy upsets. Um, but I do got, you know, I got Baylor winning it all. I got uh, Baylor and Texas Tech in the Final Four. 
uh, and then I got Baylor going over Tech. It's hard to beat a team three times in one year, you know. So, uh, so yeah, uh, I think it'd be a good, good tournament. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Some would say it's hard to win one in three tries, but I don't. You know, it's crazy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you just don't know. Hey, what's going on at the at the Humane Society? Yeah, so today we're doing a, a St. Pity's Day party. <clears throat> so you're doing Patrick's, a what? Uh, St. Pity's Day. So not St. Patrick's Day, but St. Pity's Day. Okay. And uh, so I was up till about 1 o'clock last night baking cakes and cookies uh, to have at this party. And um, it's going to be fun. We're going to have a, a prize wheel there. So you can spend a prize wheel if you adopt or foster a dog. Um, it'll be gift cards and different uh, cool things on there. And uh, we'll have a lot of uh, really cool dogs up there. And uh, we're doing, I think, uh, half-price adoptions today as well. Hey, I'm going to back the train up. Ward, did you hear what he said? He said he was up baking cakes. And, I, and, and, I heard that. <laughs> so, I'm a baker, so, guys. Uh, <laughs> you got to so, tell me. That, I mean, you got to. What? I, I, uh, I've, I've learned how to bake uh, in the past couple of years. Um Stuff from scratch, no, and uh, pretty basic stuff last night. They're just regular cakes and cookies, nothing, nothing crazy. Uh, but they have a green theme to them. Um, but uh, one of these days, I'm gonna make y'all some, some some stuff and bring it up there to you. I'm all for it. Uh, I'm down for that. Hey, I'm gonna let you, them you, two you lead guys, the way. You guys down with cinnamon rolls or what? Yeah, let's yeah. Try some cinnamon let's rolls. Do it. I, I make homemade cinnamon rolls from scratch. They're delicious. This is intriguing, Ward. That he's. He's got this this skill set. He's yeah. not only a dog whisperer. That's right. There you go. Hey, keeping it real, I can cook, and uh, I've actually uh, baked dog biscuits before as well. So, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, so multi-talented, but um, but yeah. So we're we're excited about that thing going on today with the St. Pity's Day, um, and so you come on by and adopt a dog, and then go watch the games. Yeah, that's. Uh... I mean, I think you got. I think you got a winner there, Mike. I, I think it's. I, I think you're gonna. You're gonna fill the house uh, with people coming to get uh, Mike's world famous cookies and cakes. <laughs> cookies and cakes. That's what it's all about. Cookies and cakes, um, and 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 uh, basketball. Sweet sixteen or March Madness. I'm sorry, uh, man. I just love watching all these games, and just it's just every single station has a game on. It's so cool. Yeah. Did you watch the games last night? Uh, I did not. I was. Uh, you were b- busy baking cookies and cakes. I get you. I was uh, baking my cookies and cake. Yeah. So how are we doing as far as numbers? And are you in good shape? Or are you? I mean, where, where are we at? So we're right around, you know, two hundred dogs still. Um, um, we got uh, quite of those are still puppies. Um, we have one dog up there. Uh, he's not a puppy, but his name's uh, Bubby, and he uh, he's been I've been taking him all around town the past week. Uh, he went to Anytime Fitness with me last week and was in the gym and uh, saying what's up to everybody. He kind of had a, a Rangers baseball jersey on him, and he kind of looked like uh, Jose Canseco in that jersey. He was almost uh, popping out of it, just, just really muscular dog. Um, but he's a, he's a great dog. He's about three years old. He's a big blue pity and uh, super, super sweet and just an awesome dog. Hey, Mike, if someone wants to uh, to get a hold of you guys, wants to come by, give me an address, give me a phone number, give me some uh, give me some hours of this this party where they can come get Mike's cookies and cakes. I mean, <laughs> give me the details here. So the St. Pity's Day party will be today uh, from 11 to 6. Uh, so come on by anytime. 
Um, we are open from 11 to 6, Monday through Friday, 10 to 5 on Saturday. You can get a hold of us at 254-754-1454, and we're located at 2032 Circle Road. There you go. Hey, Mike, what, the, the the dog that, that looked like Jose Canseco, what kind of dog was it? He's a, he's a pit bull. Pit bull. A blue pit. Yep. Gotcha. Hey, Mike, thanks. Have a great day. Thanks. You too, guys. We'll see you later. Ward, uh, a, Jose, a dog that looks like Jose Canseco, would it be a pit bull? Would it be? What would it be in your opinion? Yeah, it, it would have to be a pit bull. Hyped up, right? Yeah, pretty pretty <laughs> jacked. <laughs> Jose Canseco. When he said that, I thought, okay, so what dog, what dog would look like it's? Well, never mind. <laughs> That's you could have some fun with that. <laughs> you could have a lot of fun with that. All right, we're gonna dive into this thing. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about Baylor and Norfolk State. We'll do that coming up next. But first, we want to talk a little bit about the uh, the, the land sale that's coming up. Uh, that's going to be the March 19th and 20th. That is just around the corner this weekend. You can get 10 acres for 99.9. You can get a uh, 1,200 square foot barn dominium shell with 10 acres for only 159.9. And that's at Twisted Creek Ranch. They got the sneak preview coming up uh, Saturday and Sunday. And again, uh, if you need more information, it's twistedcreektx.com. That's twistedcreektx.com. Here's a phone number for you 877 333 Nine four one three eight seven seven three 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 nine four one three. Look, they've got all. It's it's just a beautiful place, not too terribly far from uh, from a Hamilton and Comanche, uh, right off of Proctor Lake, where there's camping and fishing, horseback riding, hiking trails, water sports. Uh, and I mentioned this because it's the truth. They got a terrific golf course right there. On, uh, on 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 Proctor Lake, so it's it'd be perfect for a weekend getaway or a primary residence. And again, if you want to know more about this this land sale, it's TwistedCreekTX.com. Your morning weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. It will be very mild on the St. Patrick's Day with partly cloudy skies. It will be breezy, too, with a 20% chance of showers and storms late in the day, a high of 82 degrees. Partly cloudy skies tonight, about a 30% chance of a passing shower. We drop to 46 and mostly sunny tomorrow. It's going to be cooler with a high of 70. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Baylor women's basketball in the NCAA tournament with Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm. The second seed, Baylor women open NCAA tournament play Friday in the Farrell Center against number 15, Hawaii. 2.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 3 p.m. tip-off Friday. Baylor Big 12 women's basketball in the NCAA tournament on ESPN Central Texas. At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready, we are ready. That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with Case Construction Equipment, equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. Case Equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? 
Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. ProStar Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. ProStar Rental, they make work easier. Shipments of unique, one-of-a-kind rustic furniture for your home or office and western home decor arrives daily at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. Check out their living room, dining room, and bedroom sets, buffets, hall trees, sofas, end tables, and sectionals from Steve Silver. This heavy-duty furniture is built to last, and it's priced to move. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118 to 22462. It's the world's best western store, Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House has been delivering savory barbecue and delicious sides. With their two locations in Hewitt and Waco, drive through window, remodeled indoor dining space, delivery options, and new hours, Uncle Dan's is sure to be a Central Texas favorite. Specials include any one meat plate with two sides for only $8.09, with beef and rib plates only a dollar more on Mondays. Buy one, get one half off for Texas taters on Tuesday, and prime beef brisket on Fridays. Come eat at this family-owned business and feel like you're right at home. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Live from the NCAA Basketball Tournament, it's game time with Tom, Ward, and Garrett. Follow the Bears through the NCAA Tournament here on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Our continuing coverage of Baylor men's and women's basketball in the NCAA Tournament is presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni and brought to you in part by... Uncle Dan's Barbecue, Southwest Sports Medicine, Hurley Benefit Services, Twisted Creek Ranch, National Land Partners, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home, Steckler Wayne Cherry and Love Law Firm, Automatic Chef Canteen, Baylor University's Hand Camera School of Business MBA Program, Barnett Contracting, StarTex Propane, and Coaches Smoke. All right, welcome back in. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward and Garrett, we're glad you're with us. And again, we are uh, we are getting you ready for uh, what should be a fun day. Now, we are going to be broadcasting live from the Fort Worth Museum for Science and History, literally catty corner to uh, to Dickies. And we're going to be there at 11 o'clock. And, and I, I know that they wanted you to register and all that stuff, but I bet if you came by, everything would work out. They're going to have food. They're going to have all kinds of games. I think there's a live band. I mean, it's going to be a pre-game party 
getting you ready for round one of the NCAA tournament, the Bears in Norfolk State. So make make plans to come see us again. We're going to be there. Uh, we're going to be there all. Uh, we're going to be there starting at eleven. Matt Mosley is going to join me and. We'll, uh, we'll be broadcasting live. We've got some great guests lined up, uh, including Director of Athletics for Beta University, Mac Rhodes. He's going to be a part of the program. So I uh, look forward to that. And that we, we will walk you right up to John Morris and Pat Nunley with the, with the pregame, the network pregame at 1230. And, and, and Ward and Garrett, after the game, John's going, to, uh, John's going to just stay right in his seat and whatever is left of the John Morris show, if it's 30 minutes or 40 minutes or whatever the case may be, he's going to do it right there from courtside while the next two teams get ready to play. So, uh, and then afterwards, uh, Matt Mosley will do his show from somewhere here in Fort Worth. We haven't quite figured that one out yet. Uh, and, and why do it in a hurry? I mean, you know, you can wait to the last minute. That's what we do. Uh, but, so we've, I mean, we've got wall to wall coverage today leading into tomorrow where, We've got all kinds of stuff going on tomorrow. 1.30 tomorrow, John Morris show in a special time slot. 1.30 tomorrow for, for the JMO show instead of 3. That'll take you right up to 2.30 where Derek and Sophia will have the pregame for Baylor and Hawaii from the Farrell Center. And then after the game, the Matt Mosley show. So, And Matt's going to have a lot of coverage uh, from here in Fort Worth. Uh, uh, he's going to have uh, a lot of the press conference stuff. That, uh, that will take place tomorrow, uh, and we'll, we'll get, since we won't be able to bring that to you because we'll have Baylor uh, taking on Hawaii, then we'll bring it to you during the, uh, during the Matt Mosley show tomorrow afternoon. And Matt's show will go a little over. He's going to go all the way to about 6.15, which will walk you right into the pregame for game a Series 1 of Big 12 Conference play, Baylor and TCU and Big 12 Baseball. So, Fellas, to say the least, we've got our plates full for the next three or four days. There's no doubt. There's a lot going on at Baylor, and if you're a Baylor fan, you've got plenty to choose from this weekend. There's no question. Uh, the coaches that are here in Fort Worth, remember, there's two. There's two. Uh, there's two sub regionals going on at the same time. You got the East and the South, and both number one teams in the East and South happen to reside in the Big 12, and they happen to be in Fort Worth. That's how, that's how big this sub-regional is here at Dickey's Arena. You've got Baylor, the number one seed in the east, and Kansas, the number one seed in the south, or uh, not the south, but the Midwest. They are all here uh, in, the, uh, in, in, in Fort Worth. So, look, it's, it's, uh, it's going to be fun. And Scott Drew did meet with the media yesterday, and he talked about a one play in a 16. And, and look, we all know that it just doesn't happen. It's happened, what, one time, a uh, 16 beating a one. It, it just doesn't happen. But that's not Scott Drew's approach. I think uh, each and every year is uh, different. Um, but uh, having returning players that uh, uh, have been and experienced uh, what that's like to be uh, uh, a one seed hopefully will, will be helpful and beneficial. What, what, what makes March Madness March Madness is that those seed numbers don't matter, and coaches know that. Um, and uh, our players are definitely aware of uh, just how good and talented uh, Norfolk is. That's Scott Drew. And, and Ward, you know, sometimes in these press conferences, you get coach speak. But I, I, 
listening to that, I truly believe Scott Drew believes that. That once once they once you once the the, the field of sixty eight is put together, and then you're down to sixty four. I, I I believe he truly believes that you have to prepare for a sixteen seed just like you would prepare for a two seed. Well, in his case this year, I think he does more than any other time. Uh, because of where they're at right now with availability to players that they have and, you know, everything that they've gone through trying to just fight through this injuries that they've had with this basketball team. So, you know, I, I think it's it's very true for him to, to look at this team and go, you know what, we can't sleep on anybody throughout this tournament besides the fact that we're beat up and, oh, yeah, we've got a big target on our backs because we're the defending national champion. Yeah, well, that's a great point. He talked about that later on. Uh, but you know what? If, if, in, in, even if you're healthy, even if you're ready to go, one slip and you're done. There's no, hey, we got a game Saturday. I mean, it's it's you win today or else. And, and I think that's the message. And that should be the message to every basketball team. But as you know, it it isn't always the case. And I think that's why sometimes – you see that that three uh, uh, or that thirteen win a basketball game or that twelve win a basketball game, and everybody goes, "Wow, there's you know there's that March Madness upset." Well, was it really an upset? One team was prepared to play, and one team sometimes wasn't. Well, also I think that when you look, we've been talking all all season really, and then leading up this past week about the parity across college basketball. Now you can't really sleep on anybody the way you used to because the blue bloods used to be able to recruit at such a high level, and they would keep these teams together for the course of three to five years. That's not the case anymore. So now you're seeing more talent spread across all levels of basketball and it just makes it risky. You got to take, you got to take everybody serious and you can't overlook anybody because you can easily get beat. That's a great point. Ward, he, he, Garrett makes a great point. There's probably in basketball today, more good players than there are places to play. Well, there's no doubt because the transfer rule and you know, the COVID situation that we went through and and everybody you know getting the extra years I mean we're inundated with more athletes playing college football uh, basketball and I I think there's less and less each year of the one and dones Mm -hmm. and that makes a huge difference and there's less of people bouncing and going to uh, be in a situation where they're just going to bounce and go to the G League because they can do that now and and have that opportunity so you're not seeing that as much anymore. And for me, I think I think there's, you know, the, the instruction that kids are getting at a younger age, I think makes makes these kids better players. And again, I just think we're producing a lot more really good basketball players, well, good athletes in general. I think we have more, you know, it's, you could say the same thing about baseball. There's more good players than there are places in to play and scholarships to have. So that's why sometimes you look and you go, why is he at the D2 level? He's that's How did he slip through the cracks? I mean, you get that conversation all the time, and, and I'm not so sure they slipped. I'm just – sometimes I think there's just more good players and there are places to play. That could be true. I mean, you know, you, you, you see you see that at a lot of places where there's, there's guys that just didn't have, you know, the luck or the opportunity to – to land where they wanted to, and so you know these D two, D threes, and and junior college take advantage of that. I mean, you, you go look right across town over at McLennan. Their basketball, their baseball, their softball. There's a lot of quality D one athletes over there. 
for a number of different circumstances. I mean, and a number of different reasons. I mean, so, uh, you know, to, I, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer when it comes to this. I think it's just the way it is right now. And you make a great point. And with this super senior package that's there, what do you do with these incoming freshmen? Uh, that's a great question. I don't, I don't know when, I mean, that's going to cycle out eventually and it'll get a little bit better, but you know, it, for a while, it's it's going to be you know across all athletics, it's going to be kind of uh, a jam, uh, a, a, a traffic jam because of the fact that you know there's just nowhere to go. And, and look, some of it's going to affect freshmen, and some of it's going to affect these uh, other classmen because if you've got a super senior that's on scholarship, and you've got maybe a junior or sophomore that's just not producing, well, guess who's going to get pushed out the door? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> we're, we, I love this show. We started talking about Baylor and Norfolk State, and we started to end up talking about super seniors. It, it, look, we got to get a break right here, uh, and we're going to come back and talk more about Baylor and Norfolk State. We'll do that in a, in a few minutes. We're also going to talk a little bit about uh, tomorrow's game, Texas Tech and Montana State. Brandon Solis is going to join us, and we'll talk to Brandon next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. After today's, I finally found somebody and I said, where do y'all put all the post-game audio? Like, can you tell me? And so at some point, the poor guy just looks at me and he goes, now, we used to put it on YouTube, but we really just don't put it anywhere now. But he said, we have transcripts available to you immediately on the Dropbox. Oh, we could do that. I could just read them to you. (laughs) (laughs) We could just read the quotes. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. Hey, this is Tom Barfield with the ESPN Central Texas Morning Show. And I'm here to tell you that Hurley Benefits has played a big role in helping me and my family with all of our health, dental, and vision insurance needs. Don't have health insurance? I highly recommend you call the experienced and knowledgeable team at Hurley Benefits. They specialize in affordable life insurance, health insurance, dental and vision insurance, Medicare supplements, and much, much more. Check them out at hurleybenefits.com. That's H-U-R-L-E-Y benefits.com. With tax season approaching, are you wondering how new laws could affect your financial portfolio? I'm Joe Kaleo with the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. If you're unsure about the effect tax legislation could have on your wealth, we can help you develop a plan that withstands change no matter what the season. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. With more than 160,000 alumni worldwide and counting, 
The Baylor family is growing. And through the university's expanded Baylor alumni program, the family is growing closer. With hundreds of local volunteers planning events in cities and towns around the country, you can gather with fellow Bears no matter where you are. So get connected, get something started, get involved, and make plans to get together with Baylor alumni. Visit us at baylor.edu alumni. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Baylor starts playing the NCAA postseason tournament at Dickey's Arena in Fort Worth today against Norfolk State. Tip-off is 1 o'clock and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. March Madness is down to 64 teams on the men's side as Wright State beat Bryant while Notre Dame needed two overtimes to survive Rutgers. The women's tournament started play-in games with Howard knocking off Incarnate Word and Dayton eliminating DePaul. Baylor softball traveled to San Marcos and shut out Texas State 3-0. MCC baseball and softball swept doubleheaders from Hill. Baseball took road wins 1-0 in 4-3, while softball protected home field 10-1 in 6-5. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Live from the NCAA Basketball Tournament, it's game time with Tom, Ward, and Garrett. All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, and we're joined now by Brandon Salise from RedRaiderSports.com. Brandon, good morning, man. We appreciate your time today. Sure, thank you for having me on. Let's start with the expectation. Uh, with with Coach Beard leaving, headed to Austin. What was the expectation for this basketball team, or was there an expectation? You know, I think there was, and I think that expectation was to be where you are right now, which is to make you know the tournament and keep this thing kind of rolling. Um, I think Coach Adams, um, you know, had some self expectations, obviously, and some team expectations that he wanted to. You know, wanted to reach, and I believe this this was one of those expectations fan-wise. I think you were obviously hoping for a tremendous season. Um, don't know if anybody really saw you going undefeated at home. I think a lot of people wanted you to, and um, I don't know if that a lot of people expected you to do that. But um, knowing that, you know, the gas is, you know, all the way down to the floor, and there was really no setbacks with Coach Beard leaving, and, you know, they showed improvements in some areas, actually. So I think uh, now the expectation for the tournament is obviously to go in there and you know, hopefully win the whole thing, but you're in probably the toughest region over there in the West. So um, expectation-wise, I think people want, want you to go out there tomorrow and uh, win this game comfortably. When you look at this basketball team and, and talk about offense versus defense, is it true that – this is built on Adams' defense more than anything else? Oh, yeah, for sure. And that was something that, um, you know, once Chris Beard left and the whole, you know, Mark Adams didn't get on the plane thing, that people were interested to see how um, how well, you know, Coach Beard actually learned from Mark Adams to be able to play defense over there in Austin. I couldn't tell you. I've only seen a few games of theirs. Um, but uh, I do know Mark Adams' defense is going to be uh, tremendous every single year. It's going to be very, very difficult to uh, to break defense. They're going to, you know, force you to make some mistakes, and they're going to capitalize on those. So uh, I think um, obviously the offense got a little better from previous years, per se. It's not the best uh, 
that they've struggled at times, and that's what they've done in the past. But that defense will always be there, and they'll always anchor on defense. But uh, I think I've heard a lot of people say, you know, in March, offense kind of wins. Uh, what do you need? You need great offense in order to, you know, be able to make those runs in the tournament. We'll see uh, how far this defense can take them. We've seen it take them to the national championship, you know, a few years back. And um, obviously, the goal is to, to be there on that Monday. So we'll see, um, you know, just how. Uh, how well this you know you know new group of new transfers first year Red Raiders kind of really did own in on uh, you know Coach Adams's defense. Brandon, we were talking earlier uh, about Baylor and Norfolk State and how you can't overlook these type of opponents. And you know Texas Tech's in a very similar situation with Montana State. This is a team who hasn't been to the dance in 26 years. How do you, if you're Texas Tech, how do you hone in and not overlook them? You know, that's a that's a solid question, uh, and it's a team that I think since 2022, at least, once they came back from that break, uh, they've only lost twice this year. Technically, they've lost seven times overall, but they don't lose often. They don't know. They won their they won their uh, tournament, their conference tournament. Um, they shoot the three pretty uh, pretty well, and that's something that the Red Raiders have struggled with. Obviously, it's a step up in competition for Montana State with the Texas Tech Red Raiders, and they really probably haven't seen or really know how to practice against a defense like Texas Tech, which is everybody's expectation. But they don't know how to lose. They're still a solid basketball team. Um, you know, teams that are really, really good make the tournament. Um, you know, like you said, you can't really overlook them. And, uh, you know, everybody loves a good Cinderella, and they're, they're, they couldn't be in a better position, I think, to um, – you know, play upset, and Texas Tech, on the other hand, loves being the underdog, and they know going into this one, they are expected to uh, to win, and they're a huge favorite, but like I said, they got to watch out, and that's something they've noticed, you know, the first day, um, the first night that they got selected on Sunday, that uh, Montana State loves that three ball, and that's something that's killed the Red Raiders in the past, so we'll see kind of how they, they take it in stride, but they definitely have to have to lock it down because you don't want to be that first exit uh, to be, you know, tomorrow for the Red Raiders. What is the key for the Red Raiders? Is it transition basketball, being able to get the floor uh, in, in command and have that pace that they're looking for? Yeah, I think so. I think they're going to be able to want to – they're going to have to be able to rebound. Obviously, we've seen that hurt the Red Raiders in the, in the past. And I think size-wise, you have the, a big advantage over Montana State. So I'm looking for the Red Raiders to kind of attack the paint. Um, on both ends of the floor, really, I'm expecting them to kind of work the ball inside and you know, hopefully not be uh, be be on that outside uh, shooting by Montana State. But I think the Red Raiders kind of uh, focus in on getting the ball using Daniel Boncho, a younger guy that you know I think they probably would have wanted to play a little bit more, but you know he kind of had a setback with injury, um, and they had a lot of setbacks with injuries, obviously. But I think getting the ball in Kevin McCullough's hand to get up the floor and kind of attacking the paint in there with, uh, you know, even Bryson Williams and Kevin O'Banner and those guys. Brandon, when you look at these Big 12 teams who are in the dance, who do you think has the – which paths do you like the best and which paths do you like the, the least as far as the teams go? Really, that's, that's what I love. Kansas and Baylor, I don't think they can do both both of the year. Obviously, they get to see what Tom looks like over there. I think, you know, Texas Tech has a really, really tough route. Uh, you're, like I said earlier, the probably in the – the toughest region in the West over there, and you got to go through uh, Duke and Gonzaga. If you do make it, that's fine. It's also obviously if those teams make it as well. But uh, you know, I think Texas Tech has a really tough path. Uh, 
I do like Kansas and Baylor, though. I like I kind of like where they both are. Um, I think I probably see them even right now with tournament sets. Who wins, Brandon? Uh, uh, tomorrow, Texas Tech, or overall? Uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow, I see the Red Raiders taking it tomorrow. I do. I think. Um, I just think the level of competition uh, is obviously very different with the, what Montana State's used to. Um, I think the Red Raider defense is way too tough for the, you know, I want to say a lower caliber team. Like I said earlier, Montana State's still a great team, still a solid team. But I just think the Red Raiders are just going to be a little too tough for them um, to take down tomorrow. How far do you see the Red Raiders going? You know, I really would like to see them make it all the way. I believe the Elite Eight against Gonzaga. I don't know if they make it farther than that, though. That Zags team is the team I have winning it all. Um, just in general, just I just think they're the toughest team in the country. And you played them before. Obviously, you would want that revenge game, but I just think there's a little bit too talented for you right now. So I think uh, a trip to the Elite Eight obviously would be a huge win for the uh, Red Raiders. Obviously, nobody would um, – you know, want to see it end there, but I think if it did end in you know that elite eight kind of maybe even the sweet sixteen rounds, people would be pretty pretty proud of that for a first year head coach uh, or a first year you know division one head coach and Mark Adams. Hey Brandon, what are you uh, what are you working on for uh, RedRaiderSports.com right now? Obviously, a lot of basketball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots of basketball. Spring football is right around the corner. Uh, Joey Moore has been speaking with us lately, so a lot of. Uh, football content coming, and then also, uh, you know, baseball still still churning over here in Lubbock as well. So, um, But really excited for spring football and really getting to know Joey McGuire over here a little bit more. So, so far, it's been, uh, he's been tremendous, and uh, personally getting to know him and stuff, he's been pretty, pretty great. So, really looking to see how the spring football season goes. Hey, Brandon, man, we appreciate your time. Thanks so much. For sure. Thank you all. Have a great day. That is Brandon Salise from RedRaiderSports.com. Uh, they've got Montana State to, to get this thing going. I think that is a 12:45 tip tomorrow. Uh, uh, yeah, Friday uh, for uh, for the Red Raiders. So, hey, March Madness, it, it gets rolling. And again, we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be with the Bears here in Fort Worth. It is a, a one o'clock tip, 12:30 for the pregame. We will begin at the Fort Worth uh, Museum for Science and History. Uh, with the Office of the Baylor Alumni, Doug Furch, Paul Thorpe, and that entire group. They do a great job of putting on events, getting people ready to go. They're going to have a meal. They're going to have music. They're going to have games. Uh, they're going to put up with me and Mosley doing a radio show over there. So should be a lot of fun. 11 o'clock uh, for the uh, for that uh, for that uh, pregame show uh, in, in game day live, if you will, from uh, from Fort Worth, and we'll have that for you. And uh, again, uh, we got a lot of great guests that are going to be on the program. John Morse is going to join us. Uh, uh, Jerry Hill is going to join us. John Warner is going to join us. There's going to be some former players that are going to be on location with us, and then uh, we'll have Mac Rhodes on the program as well. So should be a lot of fun, and that will be at eleven o'clock. Come join us. Uh, again, it is literally just catty corner to to Dickey's Arena. So you can come join us, hang out with us for a while, and then go get your seat and get ready for the uh, for the basketball game. And if you're driving up, hey, lock it in on, on ESPN, Central Texas, 1660 on the AM dial. You can take it right into Fort Worth, and we'll uh, we'll have all this stuff for you, getting you ready to go and be up before you get to Dickey's Arena and get into your seat for the game uh, with Norfolk State. All right, we're going to step aside right here. We'll come back with more in just a moment, but right now we're going to talk about Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Hey, if you're shopping for power, performance, and reliability, 
Look no further than Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat 201, West Loop 340. They got some great vehicles, including the, uh, the, uh, the, 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 uh, the Dodge Ram Lone Star Edition, or maybe you can check out a uh, a Jeep, one of their great Jeep products, the Jeep Grand Cherokee. I mean, that's what that's what we do. We we drive the Jeeps. We got the Jeeps uh, at the house. So uh, great vehicles. In fact, we we just got one the other day. I uh, love the vehicle. Uh, tremendous service. Great great service in the sales department. Great service in the service department. It's just what they do at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep. Fiat, they don't want to just sell you a vehicle. They want to create a relationship. And they've got to, they've got to be good in every phase, and they certainly are. And, of course, they are a tremendous partner in the community. Hey, look, if there's something going on in the community, I can assure you that Alan Samuels is going to be there. Check them out today. They're at 201 West Loop 340. You want to do a little shopping online, a little, little virtual shopping? You can do that as well at alansamuelsdcj.com. That's alansamuelsdcj.com. Jay.com. Remember, Alan Samuels, your friend of the car business. Recently on Game Time, we're joined now by Shehan J. Raja from CBSSports.com. You will make more money as a division once teams have access to the NCAA tournament, and that comes with its own payout. You will get all of your games televised, usually on something like ESPN Plus or, or something like that. So there is money involved, but it's not game-changing money. You do kind of have to put the work in uh, and the finances in to be able to do that. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. As fuel cost has risen, make sure your vehicle is summer ready. To get the best fuel mileage, take the proper steps needed in maintaining your vehicle properly with Kish's Complete Car Care Center's maintenance. There are many aspects of maintaining the fuel economy of your car. With rising fuel costs, we can make sure you get the best fuel mileage possible. Take the proper steps in maintaining your vehicle today at Kish's Complete Car Care Center. 5300 Franklin Avenue. Call Waco Foundation Repair today. Waco Foundation is a family-owned business specializing in foundation repair for your home or business. With over 40 years of experience in the construction industry, they take pride in all the work they do. If you see cracks, don't stress, call the best. Waco Foundation Repair. Call them today at 254-420-4910 for your free estimate. Or you can visit them on their website at wacofoundationrepair.com. That's wacofoundationrepair.com. Bring on the bragging rights. Watch the PGA Tour's best golfers compete head-to-head, shot-for-shot. Are you kidding me? 112 matches, 64 players, one champion. WGC Dell Technologies Match Play, March 23rd through 27th at Austin Country Club. Tickets on sale now at dellmatchplay.com. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwood-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. 
When it comes to filling out your brackets, look for a winning team. The Baylor Online MBA is ranked number eight in the nation by poets and quants. Advance your career to the next round. Check out all of Baylor's MBA programs, the online MBA from anywhere, the full-time MBA for early career, or the executive MBA meeting one weekend a month in Dallas at baylor.edu slash MBA. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update, brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton, off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Baylor starts playing the NCAA postseason tournament at Dickey's Arena in Fort Worth today against Norfolk State. Tip-off is 1 o'clock, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. March Madness is down to 64 teams on the men's side as Wright State beat Bryant, while Notre Dame needed two overtimes to survive Rutgers. Women's tournament started play-in games with Howard knocking off Incarnate Word and Dayton eliminating DePaul. Baylor softball traveled to San Marcos and shut out Texas State 3-0. MCC baseball and softball swept doubleheaders from Hill. Baseball took road wins 1-0 in 4-3, while softball protected home field 10-1 in 6-5. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Live from the NCAA Basketball Tournament, it's game time with Tom, Ward, and Garrett. All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on a Thursday, and we are uh, in Fort Worth, and we're presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni, brought to you in part by... Hey, a lot of great folks to thank. Southwest Sports Medicine, Uncle Dan's Barbecue, Hurley Benefits, Twisted Creek National Land Partners, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home, Steckler Wayne Cherry and Love Law Firm, Automatic Chef Canteen, Baylor University's Hand Camera School of Business, Barnett Contracting, Coaches Smoke, and StarTex Propane. Thanks to all those folks for uh, sponsoring our broadcast today. Uh, all right, Ward, you, you you had me convinced that Von Miller was going to be a Dallas Cowboy. What happened? Uh, he pulled a fast one, just like Randy Gregory. I get. I don't know. I, I I really thought that there was a chance that they were going to land him, and I you know I I thought the Broncos were going to be in the mix as well because of what they'd done. And he had been there before. Maybe he'd want to return back to the Broncos. But I really thought the Cowboys, and shame on me, I guess, I thought they had a legitimate chance of, of getting Von Miller. But this start to the free agency has been an epic fail for the Cowboys. Did uh, did did Buffalo overpay for Von Miller? Three years, $17.5 million a year, most of it guaranteed? No. Not at all. It, 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 so when you, when you look at, some of the information that the Cowboys are are releasing, you know, they make it sound like, you know, that Buffalo just dove into the deep end of the pool with their deal with Von Miller. Yeah, I don't and, I don't see that. I I don't see that at all. I think the Cowboys are are scrambling right now trying to make excuses, trying to make themselves look good because like I said, they've had an epic fail in free agency. I mean, you know, how do you justify your number one pick for Amari Cooper now that you send him packing to Cleveland and he's your number one receiver? And now you, you have Randy Gregory that's left. Um, I Somehow you, you're able to keep D-Law, and I still don't know how they were able to put that thing back together because it all looked like it was 
failing and he was out the door as well, but somehow they were able to keep him. And I'm not real sure he's happy about it because Randy Gregory left. He had some comments about that. And now you, you know, you lose Connor Williams, uh, Lyle Collins is, is going, um, and and you you don't, you, you haven't done anything in free agency to replace anybody you've lost yet. So I, I don't, I don't know what the answer for the Cowboys are, and and they're they're trying to save egg on their face right now. So, do they turn and welcome back with open arms, Dorrance Armstrong? Uh, yeah, I, that's a great question, and I I don't I don't know. I mean, again, I don't know what the answer is. I don't. I I think they're going to let this thing completely implode on them, and look. This time last year, it was, hey, we're just a couple of players away. We're right there from being able to get to the NFC Championship game, and that was all aspects of, you know, everybody had the the thought that here, here finally they've got a team put together that can get to the NFC Championship, and if they can just get there, who knows what can happen. That's not the case right now with this Dallas Cowboys football team. I, I don't know. I don't know that they're – even the NFC East champions at this point. No, they're not. I think right now, if you look at the NFC East, to me, the Giants are putting things into place and starting to build things the right way. I do too. And you can't take you know Philly for granted either with some of the playmakers they have. But Dallas is definitely finding themselves reeling and at the bottom of the barrel with Washington. You know, and, and I don't want to overreact. I mean, <laughs> but when you start to look and go, okay, what are their needs? Well, you could just about check every box. I mean, they've got needs all over the place now. And, and I'm not sure they have the answer to those needs. And, and that's what's a little frustrating and confusing as, as far as the Cowboy fan is concerned. Well, they're not going to find those. If, you're, if they're thinking they're going to find those in the draft, they're not. Because, I mean, they can plug some holes in the draft. But if you're trying to get to the point where you're a team that has the ability to win and win now, well, they've taken three giant steps backwards. And, look, that big contract that they gave to Dak Prescott, of course it got reworked to, to try to help them do some things in free agency, and they haven't done anything but fail in free agency. But, you know, his window's closing. It's not getting bigger. It's closing. You know, Ezekiel Elliott, window's closing quicker than anybody thought it would. And that offensive line's window is closing I, you know the the only thing that you can say is hey Micah Parsons has some has a lot of a room left and, and that window is just now opening for him but the rest of that defense the defensive line that window's closing too so every every position that you look at at this Cowboys team if you were looking at last year you could say that window's closing a little bit well it just got closed a little bit more this year so them expecting to be able to go in and, and replace these guys with with rookies on rookie deals and be successful is I, I don't it's just not not going to happen. As you also First mentioned all, Dak there, you literally just took every weapon, you know, all a lot of his <clears throat> weapons away. And you sure. took all of his blocking. So now you put him in a situation where he's already going to have added pressure and expectations on his shoulders, and now you just elevated that. So it, it's a bad situation if you're Dak. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah and, and again, when, when you look at this team, you know, 
you were talking about the draft board. Well, well, first of all, they were quote a playoff team and a division champion. They're gonna, they're not going to be at the top of the heap in the draft pick. They're going to be you know towards the bottom because they were a division champion and a and a, a playoff team. So yeah, you're not even at you're not even at first at the dinner table when it comes to the draft. I mean, so you're right. I mean, it, you're not going to find your answers to compete at that high level in the draft. Can you get some players and, and, and plug? Probably, but you're not going to plug and play across the board. And this team now needs help just about every spot on the football team. Yeah, it, it, it's going to be incredibly difficult for them to be able to do that. And, you know, they're, they're going to have nine picks in this draft because of the trades and stuff that they made with Amari Cooper and and, and the Cleveland Browns. But, I mean, those nine draft picks were spread out throughout the draft. And so, you know, I and a couple of those are compensatory picks. And so, I that's, that's just not going to be enough to get it done. And, and I don't care if you're, you know, in the top ten in picks. From what they've lost so far in free agency – they're not going to replace that with even being in the top 10 in picks. And they're certainly not there, as you point out. But, I mean, it's just you, you've you got to win or at least keep up, excuse the pun, with the Joneses in, in in the, you know, in the free agency battle. That's because that's where the NFL is now. I mean, you've seen the last two Super Bowl champions go all chips in and get their players in free agency – and maybe, maybe overpay, maybe not. I mean, it produced a ring, so I don't, I, you know, to me, that's not overpaying. But, you know, that's kind of the way the NFL is built right now. Win now and worry about things later. And the Cowboys, I mean, they, they just don't, they don't look like that they're trying to do that at all. And it, it, it almost looks like a team to me, and I may be way out of bounds, but it looks like a team to me that is trying to rebuild, break this thing down all the way to the foundation and come back. Oh, don't tell me that. <laughs> Please don't tell it, me that. It looks like that's what they're doing. I mean, what other explanation can you find for what, what's gone on in free agency? Well, if that's the case, then why did they shell out the cash last year to that's the a, quarterback? That's the million-dollar question. I mean, you don't or forty do million dollar if you want to get technical. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, you don't do anyway. We got to get a break. Uh, Seven fifty eight. We're a couple of minutes away from eight o'clock. We're going to talk Iowa State. They play Friday against LSU. Friday evening against the Tigers of LSU. We'll talk about that coming up in a few minutes. But right now, John Morris, the voice of the Bears, standing by with today's Baylor Sports Beat program. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, NCAA tournament play begins today for the Baylor men, tomorrow for the women. Today, our weekly visit with athletic director Mac Rhodes. It's all straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. 
The 2021 Dodge brand, ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator, named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Baylor Big 12 Women's Basketball, all season long on ESPN Central Texas. After my first car accident, I feared the biggest damage would be to my wallet. I expected a mountain of bills and a long, drawn-out process. But my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent was there when I needed her and helped me get back on my feet and in my car in no time. Instead of a hassle, I got reassurance and a quick recovery. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to find an agent who's there when you need them most. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Now, doing his part in preparing champions for life, here's the voice of the Bears. And welcome back. Today, a March Madness edition of our weekly visit with Athletic Director Mac Rhodes with Baylor men's and women's basketball top seeds in the tournament beginning today. Yeah, absolutely. Right in the middle of it, as you mentioned, uh, I think it's the best time of year in terms of college sports. Uh, both tournaments are uh, are spectacular and uh, just a lot of, lot of fun to watch and all of the brackets and uh, – I, I keep a bracket to myself uh, and, uh, and, and measure myself and uh, do not share those results with, with anyone. But, um, yeah, think about that. A number one seed for the men, uh, second straight year. If we would have played the tournament in 2020, uh, more than likely it would have been a number one seed as well. That would have been three straight years. So um, what, a, what a job Scott Drew has done and, and the staff and – this team, you know, well chronicled, fighting through all of the all of the injuries, and then, you know, Nikki in her first year, man, um, tough job coming in, taking over for a legends, done just unbelievable, and gets a, a two seed, the Wichita region, and you think about it, really could have been a, a one seed, mm-hmm. but both men's and and women's basketball, a one and a two, one plus two equals three. There's nobody that. Uh, in, in the tournament that, that matches that when you think about both of their, their basketball programs. And so um, excited for, for both. Um, looking forward to, you know, later on today as we, uh, we take on a, a really good Norfolk State team. And um, I think I saw some stats. They're just really, really good on the defensive side of the ball. And so that will be a, a, quite a challenge. And if we're, we're blessed to, uh, to win that one, then we'll come back on Saturday and play the winner of UNC and, and Marquette. And then uh, tomorrow we'll all drive on down from Fort Worth back to, to Waco to the Farrell Center where we'll take on um, Hawaii and, um, in, a, in a tough matchup. And then, uh, you know, we'll play Sunday the winner of Ole Miss and, and South Dakota. So just a, a great way to start the tournament excited for both programs. Yeah. Thanks, Mac. And that's our time for today. More tomorrow on our next Baylor Sports Beat. Baylor basketball from the NCAA tournament on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears open play in the NCAA tournament as a top seed in the East Regional Thursday in Fort Worth against Norfolk State. 12.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 1 p.m. tip-off Thursday. Baylor basketball with Pat and John from the NCAA tournament here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. With more than 160,000 alumni worldwide and counting, the Baylor family is growing. And through the university's expanded Baylor alumni program, the family is growing closer. 
With hundreds of local volunteers, planning events in cities and towns around the country, you can gather with fellow bears no matter where you are. So get connected, get something started, get involved, and make plans to get together with Baylor alumni. Visit us at baylor.edu slash alumni. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Live from the NCAA Basketball Tournament, it's game time with Tom, Ward, and Garrett. And welcome back to game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Garrett along with you here on, well, what a lot of people call Christmas morning because the NCAA basketball, other than the play-in games, officially gets underway today, and it's a vacation day for a lot of folks. The uh, sports bars will probably be packed to the oh, gills yeah. today with a, a lot of sick people. <laughs> <laughs> Bring as beer they, up plenty. As they get ready for the game coming up today. Uh, and, and now joining us, we're going to talk a little Iowa State. Out of the Big 12 is the Big 12 has – Six teams in the big dance this year uh, trying to vie to make it to the second round at least, and maybe some of them on their way to the Sweet 16. And would be nice if you could get all those teams in the Big 12 all the way to the Sweet 16, Garrett. Oh, I really would. And first off, we're going to talk with Nick Olson here. He is from he covers Iowa State for 247 Sports. Nick, what's going on, man? How you doing? I'm doing great, man. Like you guys said, it's one of the best days of the year. How about you? Outstanding. Nick, let's look at this field right here. And when you see the number of Big 12 teams in there, uh, what are your overall thoughts? Did they get it right with six? Should Oklahoma have gotten in? What are your initial thoughts on the teams that made it into the big, from the Big 12? Yeah, I think that Oklahoma probably had some of the quality wins, you know, that, that might be kind of equivalent to some of the teams that made it. But I do think after some of those losses and kind of the final record that they had, six felt about right to me. And I think the good thing for the Big 12 Conference is some of the quality of those teams has a chance to really make a little bit of a run. Texas Tech, Baylor, Kansas, obviously. I think it's likely going to be a pretty solid march for the Big 12 Conference. Iowa State making its 21st NCAA tournament appearance. And, Nick, when you look at this team, what made this team so inconsistent throughout the season? Yeah, I think it's really one main thing, and it's going to sound – kind of obvious and cliche but it's the truth they don't have many reliable scores that can consistently get you a bucket when the offense kind of stalls they've got isaiah brockington and then generally someone else might get you a few baskets but it just hasn't been you know one of their kind of go-tos this season even the coaching staff has recognized that but the defense has done enough they've gelled enough to get to this point and after winning just two games last year it's been a success in itself Nick, we, we talk all the time here about how strong the Big 12 is and how you know Coach Drew's even said it. Every game, every night is a tournament game. When you go through this gauntlet, how does that prepare you if you're Iowa State uh, for the run that you're going to make in March Madness? Yeah, I think it gets you ready because you know that there's not really ever going to be a night off, especially when you're going against physical, athletic, versatile defenses within conference. And that actually worked out fairly perfectly for the Cyclones this week because LSU, their bread and butter is the defensive end, leading the country in steals. So it's going to have to get Iowa State ready, especially from that end. And I think they will be in what is going to be a highly anticipated game this Friday in Milwaukee. 
when you look at this matchup between the Cyclones and the Tigers meeting for the first time, what do the Cyclones have to do to be able to move to the next round against this Tiger team? Yeah, I think they really need to kind of balance their turnovers because they're a team that's been turning the ball over a lot recently, and it's not really a trend you want to see, especially late in the year. And they've got to do their best to neutralize Darius Days. LSU doesn't have a ton of shooters either. They're not going to have their head coach. And it's an incredibly winnable game for Iowa State, especially in the location of Wisconsin with a lot of fans traveling from Iowa. But they also have the propensity to turn it over. If they do that and get behind, it's not going to be a great Friday for Iowa State, certainly. And with all those distractions going on around LSU, I mean, the program's essentially in shambles right now. Will Wade's out the door. We don't know what all the sanctions are coming in on the Tigers. But how does Iowa State you know, not over or not let those LSU's distractions become their distractions? I think that's something that they touched on this week, and, and I don't think that's going to be an issue because they know how paramount this opportunity is, especially the majority of Iowa State has never even played in the NCAA tournament. T.J. Otzelberger's first time there with Iowa State, obviously. I think you just bring in knowing what type of opportunity this is for the program and how big it can be for the future recruiting, obviously, this unit of players. I think that they had a similar opportunity like this against Kansas when Agbaji was out back in Iowa State earlier this season. Maybe didn't bring it quite as much as they should have. They know that this is a spotlight. It's March. It doesn't get any bigger than this. And just bring it from the jump build on that physicality on the defensive end. I think they've got a real shot against the team, like you said, without Will Wade. What do you think about the job that T.J. Osenberger's done with this Iowa State team in his first year leading them to the NCAA tournament? I really don't think it could have been much better. I mean, I think it speaks volumes to how he was able to kind of land some players in the portal, make the guys in the unit that they have gel and you know, I've said it many times, get everyone to buy in on the defensive end. I mean, it's not something that you see from everyone in the college basketball game. He's admittedly said this team doesn't have the offensive firepower to always get some of these wins. But the fact that they did that just got total buy-in. I think it really speaks a lot both to his X's and O's on the defensive end and just kind of his leadership and character I'm excited to see what the future of the Cyclones program can do as well with him at the helm. And kind of going off of that, with him being a first-year head coach, how important is it for him to know that he has three guys on his roster who have postseason experience that everybody can kind of relate to in these when situations get tough? Yeah, it's major, especially because it's coming from guys that will obviously be getting playing time, generally starting leader of the team in Brockington, maybe your best on-ball defender in Gabe Kelser, and then one of the kind of vocal leaders in George Condit. I think that's a reason that this team isn't maybe too nervous. The, the level's certainly excited, but I think he's going to have these guys ready. I think those three players specifically have been a little more vocal recently. We actually just got some time with them, them yesterday, including George Condit, somebody that's actually been at Iowa State for four years. I think he's going to have these guys ready knowing you can't take opportunities like this for granted. And I'm really excited to see what the atmosphere is going to be like both on and off the floor on Friday. Does this offense have to run through Isaiah Brockington for them to be successful tomorrow? I think that it needs to run through him or Tyrese Hunter. I think Tyrese Hunter has done enough uh, vocally and on the court, especially through a playmaking capability recently, to find success. 
But in terms of scoring, yes, I think Rockington needs to have at least bare minimum 16 and 19 points tomorrow for this team to really have a shot against a pretty impressive athletic LSU team coming from the SEC. Nick, when you look at the field, how, uh, how do you see the Big 12 teams? How many teams do you have from our league going past the Sweet 16 or to the Sweet 16 even? I think that I've got at least three. I mean, I've been, yeah, pretty impressed with the Big 12. I think Kansas goes to the Elite Eight, probably Baylor at least that. And I think Texas Tech has a chance to go to the Final Four. I think they match up pretty well against most teams, especially early on in the tournament. You'll see what kind of whistle these Big 12 teams get after a physical regular season, of course. But I'm pretty comfortable with saying, yes, setting the over-under at a comfortable three to three and a half in what should be an impressive showing. Absolutely. As far as your bracket, give me your final four and your national champion. It's going to sound a little chalky, but it just feels like a year where there might not be quite as many upsets, at least late. I've got the Zags. I was torn. I've been high on Illinois all year, but I'm not sure they can beat a potentially healthy Arizona team. Got Kansas and Kentucky with Gonzaga knocking off Auburn in the title game. Okay. That's nice. I like it. Hey, Nick, uh, it is spring, and there's something else that's going to be going on in the spring other than the NCAA tournament and baseball, and that's, of course, spring football. It's upon us. And what do you feel about the Cyclones? What do they have to get done in spring football for you to feel good about them coming up in the fall? Yeah, really exciting times in Ames. They obviously lost a lot last year, so I think it's just going to be building a consistent offense. New quarterback in Hunter Decker is likely. He's got a he's got a cannon. He can move. So kind of consistently building on the weapons that they still have on the offensive end while maintaining the the leadership and some of the production on defense. There's a chance that they're going to throw a little more intermediately while still building on the run because there's still a lot of talent in that backfield and. I think if the offense can kind of build on that and get in a good spot by April or May, this team could surprise some people, at least in terms of offense. Was there a big, a big sigh of relief when Matt Campbell stayed put? Yeah, some people were certainly on, on the edge of their seats, and I think both him, the defensive coordinator, and just a lot of their staff kind of coming back and showing the continuity with Iowa State it's going to speak volumes for what this team can do, you know, both this year and in the next couple of years with a very young team losing the likes of Brock Purdy and, and Brees Hall to the NFL. Do you think that year in and year out, Matt Campbell's name is going to continue to come to the top on opening jobs because he seems to be one of the leading candidates each and every year and then steps back. At what time does that start affecting this program? I do think that's pretty likely, not only because of his success, but just, I mean, the type of leadership that he has just kind of exudes and is one of the really impressive parts about Campbell. I think that short-term, it's not really going to have an effect. Maybe long-term, if it's consistently bouncing up, you know, future recruits and people might want that, that consistency and, and continuity knowing, all right, this coach isn't going to leave for a better job. But to his credit and to Iowa State's credit, as much as the name has come up, he's still there and he's been there a long time and it's likely to be a couple more years. So I don't think it's really going to have too much of a negative effect, at least anytime soon until potentially he would leave in the future. Nick Olson, two, four, seven with the Iowa Cyclones. They get ready to play 
LSU tomorrow at 6.20 in the NCAA tournament. Nick, we appreciate the time today. Thanks so much for joining us. Have fun at the tournament, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, man. Great. Great being here. Thank you guys so much. Enjoy the day. You too. There he goes, Nick Olson, 247 with the uh, Iowa State Cyclones. And uh, look, I, you know, I, I think that's a good draw for them. You know, LSU, as you pointed out, they're kind of reeling right now. They don't know what direction this program's going, and it, it could be a, a, a big bonus for Iowa State, who obviously has been inconsistent. You don't know what Iowa State team you're going to get from from day to day when they step on the basketball floor. No, I think it's a great matchup for them. I mean, obviously LSU's got some players. Easton's phenomenal, but there's so much going on behind the scenes. There's so many, you know, distractions. Will Wade's out the door. I think all that will, while Iowa State will keep it clear on their end, I think it's definitely going to catch up with LSU. And the Cyclones, if they can hit shots, they could definitely beat the Tigers. Going to be interesting. You are listening to Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. We'll take the break when we come back. We'll have more basketball for you as it is Christmas Day for basketball fans. We're back right after this on ESPN Central Texas. Your morning weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. It will be very mild on the St. Patrick's Day with partly cloudy skies. It will be breezy, too, with a 20% chance of showers and storms late in the day, a high of 82 degrees. Partly cloudy skies tonight, about a 30% chance of a passing shower. We drop to 46 and mostly sunny tomorrow. It's going to be cooler with a high of 70. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Matt Mosley and me for Game Day Live this Thursday morning at 11 from Fort Worth. Game Day Live is presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni and brought to you in part by Southwest Sports Medicine, Uncle Dan's Barbecue, Hurley Benefits, Twisted Creek National Land Partners. Get ready for Baylor and Norfolk, and it's this Thursday morning at 11 on ESPN Central Texas. Follow the Bears through the NCAA tournament here on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready, we are ready. That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with Case Construction Equipment, equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. Case Equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is. ProStar Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. ProStar Rental, they make work easier. Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House is one of Waco's longest, continuous, family-owned barbecue restaurants. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's has been offering delicious ribs made from scratch sides, the famous Texas tater, and prime beef brisket. Convenient drive through windows and sit-down dining allow customers to be served in whichever way they desire. Uncle Dan's is proud to serve Central Texas Monday through Saturday with locations in Waco and Hewitt. Come visit the loyal staff at Uncle Dan's today and experience their rich history and family recipes. 
Hey, this is Tom Barfield with the ESPN Central Texas Morning Show. And I'm here to tell you that Hurley Benefits has played a big role in helping me and my family with all of our health, dental, and vision insurance needs. Don't have health insurance? I highly recommend you call the experienced and knowledgeable team at Hurley Benefits. They specialize in affordable life insurance, health insurance, dental and vision insurance, Medicare supplements, and much, much more. Check them out at HurleyBenefits.com. That's H-U-R-L-E-Y Benefits.com. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. With tax season approaching, are you wondering how new laws could affect your financial portfolio? I'm Joe Kaleo with the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. If you're unsure about the effect tax legislation could have on your wealth, we can help you develop a plan that withstands change no matter what the season. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Live from the NCAA Basketball Tournament, it's game time with Tom, Ward, and Garrett. Follow the Bears through the NCAA Tournament here on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Our continuing coverage of Baylor men's and women's basketball in the NCAA Tournament is presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni and brought to you in part by... Uncle Dan's Barbecue, Southwest Sports Medicine, Hurley Benefit Services, Twisted Creek Ranch, National Land Partners, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home, Steckler Wayne Cherry and Love Law Firm, Automatic Chef Canteen, Baylor University's Hand Camera School of Business MBA Program, Barnett Contracting, StarTex Propane, and Coaches Smoke. All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Six teams in the Big 12 in the dance on the men's side. Only two playing today, and that is the two number one seeds, Baylor and Kansas. Kansas will play tonight at 9 o'clock, and Baylor, of course, this afternoon at 1 o'clock, 12.30 for the pregame. And we start our festivities with uh, game day live, live from the uh, Fort Worth Museum for Science and History which is just catty corner to Dickies. We'll be over there with the Office of Baylor Alumni. Big party, food, drinks, uh, games, music, all kinds of fun stuff. So come join us there, and then you can just walk across the street, and you'll be, uh, you'll be in good, good shape for the, uh, for the basketball game. But again, guys are taking on Norfolk State. This is uh, your MEAC, MEAC Conference champion. They won the, the, the league by three games, and they were 12-2 and two in the conference, where Howard was 9-5. So... Uh, and again, this is a team that's going to be led by the, the guard, Joe Bryant Jr. Uh, this is a kid that, that, that averages just shy of 17 points a game. They do have a, an interesting player. Well, you guys heard the, the interview the other day, or part of the interview the other day. Uh, this Chris Bankston guy, uh, I, check out some video on him. I mean, he is big, 6'9", 230. And, and Garrett and Ward, he, he is a very physical basketball player. You need players like that. I mean, if you're going to be in the tournament and you're going to have a 
any chance of making a run, especially against this Baylor team, you're going to need somebody down low who can bang with flow. Uh, Jeremy Sohan, Kendall Brown, they're desperately going to need a big game from him if they have any chance of even uh, competing with Baylor. We, we mentioned earlier in the program that yesterday the, the coaches met with the media. And of course, you know, the, there's two sub-regionals going on here at the same time. And so there's a lot of teams here. Uh, I, in fact, that's I, I was hanging out with the Creighton Blue Jay band yesterday. But there's a lot of teams here, a lot of coaches here, and, and a lot of media here asking all kinds of different questions. One of, the, one of the things that came up with Scott Drew yesterday, and I found it quite interesting, was uh, associate head coach Jerome Tang. And, and this is what Scott talked about with Coach Tang. Well, I think uh, uh, first and foremost, uh, uh, Coach Tang's had opportunities in the past. And uh, people have seen that uh, he does a great job and will be a, a great head coach. And the good thing is he can uh, be selective. He's never just taken something for money or because he wants to be head coach. He, when he feels called to go somewhere, he's going to go. And uh, definitely will be exciting for us. Uh, uh, coach Driscoll, uh, Coach Mills, Coach McCaslin have all uh, had those opportunities and done well. And Coach Tang will do uh, uh, exceptionally well when he gets that opportunity uh, also, no doubt about it. Is this a situation where he is just right now today just quite comfortable in the in the situation that that he's in? I mean, sometimes when, when I look at the bench, ward, sometimes I wonder if maybe they're not co-coaching, if that makes sense. I mean, watch a timeout and watch the watch the rhythm in, of, of the timeout. Uh, initially, Coach Drew goes and meets with the, the majority of the staff while Coach Tang goes and meets with the players. And then the back half of that timeout, it's Coach Drew with the players. I mean, they, they have a system, and that system clearly works. There's no doubt. That's the way you, you see them come to the bench, and, and, you know, he talks first while Coach Drew's talking to the coaches, as you pointed out. And, you know, that's that's a good buffer and, and gives you a time to kind of figure out which direction you want to go. And uh, he's going to be a high commodity, and don't think that he's not going to be on a lot of people's radar, even coming up in this offseason probably. And again, I don't, I don't doubt that, and I think he probably has been in the past. I, you know, I just wonder. He's he's been with with coach, uh, I guess, from the get go. I, I just wonder if there's a comfort factor there that he says, you know what? Unless there's just something that's off the charts, this is where I want to be. I mean, I don't know, but he, he certainly seems comfortable, and this staff certainly seems comfortable with what they're doing. No, they really do, and I think for Tang, it's it's. You want to find the ideal fit, right? Like he might have a, a few schools. I'm sure every coach has a handful of schools in their back pocket that they would like to go if the opportunity arises. I'm sure he has that. Um, but also you're working with one of the best coaches in the nation. and You're hand-in-hand. Hand. Uh, you have so much say. You've, you've been a part of the national championship and building this culture. So, I mean, I think th those emotions come into that. It'd probably be hard to leave. But, I mean, just listening to Coach Drew right there, and we've seen it unfold over the, the, the past few years – we're about to talk about the Scott Drew coaching tree yep. for the next decade or so and how successful that's been. And I think that's really remarkable and a testament to Drew's entire career and what he's been able to establish at Baylor. From the day he got here and the situation that a young Scott Drew inherited to where we are today, it's pretty remarkable if you stop it's and unreal. think about it. Yeah, I mean, it is truly remarkable. Uh, I, I heard one of the uh, national talking heads the other day say, probably the greatest rebuild in college athletics. 
He didn't say basketball. No, easily. He said college athletics. Yeah. You know, it, they put him, you know, with uh, they were talking about the Kansas State football rebuild. Uh, but, I mean, stop and think about where it was. It was garnering headlines, but they were all negative uh, to where it is today. And, and, you know, winning winning games, winning championships, and doing it the right way and producing just terrific young men and quality citizens and men of faith. And it, it's, it's a pretty cool model that Coach Drew with Coach Tang right by his side have put together and kind of fun to watch. It's going to be fun to watch and see how, you know, this team is able to continue to move forward and, and be able – if they can keep the staff together. And, you know, you're, you're right. You pointed out that they've been able to do that so far, and there's not a lot of staffs. If you think about it, Tom, there's not a lot of staffs out there that have been able to stay completely together the way this one has. I, you know, they've lost, you know, some pieces, but, you know, for the most part, the majority of them have been together there's not a lot of staffs that can say that across across the country in NCAA basketball, football, baseball, anything you want to point out. Yeah, he he's got some guys that have gone on and started their programs, and you know, but uh, but you know, when you stop and think about, I guess I hate to say it this way, but you know, Coach Drew, Coach Tang, kind of, uh, I mean, it's kind of they're, they're just kind. I mean, they're connected. I mean, you just that's the way I feel. I feel they're just kind of connected there, and so. Uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll continue talking to Baylor basketball. We'll do that in a few minutes. But uh, we want to welcome into the program here in just a couple of minutes, Bryce Cherry. We'll talk to Bryce, the uh, sports editor of the Waco Tribune Herald. We'll do it next on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. Chris Level, our guest, Texas Tech Sports Network. Has this year been, it seems like, more of a meat grinder than we've ever had in the Big 12? A thousand percent. Yeah, I, I feel like the referees aren't calling as many fouls. I feel like every night is a rock fight because I think teams are struggling to score it, 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 because the defenses are so good. John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Jeep celebration is going on now at Allen Samuels. Come see the newest Grand Cherokee, the new 2022 available in a two-row or a family favorite, the three-row Model L. Jeep re-engineered for the future. The Grand Cherokee is ready for the next great adventure. Are you? Find legendary power and confidence, along with head-turning style, is what Grand Cherokee is. First responders get a $500 discount. Shop AllenSamuelsDCJ.com or come in and see our huge selection of brand-new cars and trucks. Come by. Let's be friends. Baylor, Scott and White, Hillcrest Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. Our physicians specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of all sports-related injuries. Located at the Tad and Sue Getterman Sports and Orthopedic Center on the Baylor, Scott and White, Hillcrest campus. This state-of-the-art facility includes advanced MRI imaging, outpatient orthopedic surgery center, and a sports therapy department with indoor and outdoor physical therapy spaces. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. Our goal is to get you back in the game. A lot of people when they come in they'll say I'm usually much more active but since I've been in pain I've had to limit the activities I'm doing. You're listening to Janelle, an arch support specialist at the Good Feet store. The next step is getting them in the right arch supports. After walking around with the arch supports they'll feel much freer and lighter. Our goal is to have that long-term change for them to make sure that they're continuing to notice a difference in their life. Try them for yourself with a free fitting at the Good Feet store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. 
Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 cuz you don't want a kid with your house's lid. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Cold weather is here and so is time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Call Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate at 254-301-7760 or check them out on the web at UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. My windows, they've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lars Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Ruth Top Innovations in Central Texas. Call 254-730-Ruth. That's 730-7663. Putting your roof above everything else. Baylor starts playing the NCAA postseason tournament at Dickey's Arena in Fort Worth today against Norfolk State. Tip-off is 1 o'clock, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. March Madness is down to 64 teams on the men's side as Wright State beat Bryant, while Notre Dame needed two overtimes to survive Rutgers. The women's tournament started play-in games with Howard knocking off Incarnate Word and Dayton eliminating DePaul. MCC Baseball and Softball swept doubleheaders from Hill. Baseball took road wins 1-0 in 4-3, while softball protected home field 10-1 in 6-5. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Live from the NCAA Basketball Tournament, it's game time with Tom, Ward, and Garrett. Let's talk sports with Bryce Cherry of the Waco Tribune-Herald on ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, and we are joined by the sports editor of the Waco Tribune-Herald, Bryce Cherry. Bryce, good morning. Uh, I guess you're really struggling to find something to write about this weekend? <laughs> uh, that You know, that's, uh, of course, a facetious, facetious question uh, here in March because you never run out of anything when madness is going on. Absolutely. Hey, before we talk about what's happening on the local front, I, I want to get your thoughts. I, I know you're a baseball nut. I want to get your thoughts. Freddie Freeman to the Dodgers for a gazillion dollars. What's that do to our own Max Muncy? Does he become the DH utility 
Uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, it's a good question. Uh, I mean, obviously they do have the DH now in uh, in the National League, so that does still you know open up a spot you know in that position if if that's the way they want to go. Um, but you know, I would I would hate to see the Dodgers kind of. Uh, throw Max to the curb because he's done a great job for him the last few years. Bryce, when you look at the first round matchups in, in March Madness for these Big Twelve teams, who are the, some of the winners and the losers from our conference? Uh, so I think you know potentially the winners obviously are some of the high seeds like uh, like Baylor and Kansas, uh, Texas Tech. I actually have uh, in a couple of the brackets that I filled out. Uh, Texas Tech going to the Final Four. Uh, I really like the Red Raiders. Um, they they're ranked very high defensively, and to me, in March that that plays. You know, when you you have a team that can get after it defensively, um, you know that that matters. Uh, I'm I'm not completely sold on Gonzaga this year. I know they're the number one overall seed, but. Uh, I don't think they're quite as good as they were last year. Now, you could say that about Baylor, and you could say that about some other teams. Uh, I'm not sure there's a great team out there. Um, I also feel like Chet Holmgren, the freshman there, it looks he looks like a stiff wind could blow him over. But, uh, <laughs> you know, so I, I just – I feel like Texas Tech might be a little tougher than Gonzaga. Now, they would have to also get past Duke and um, – I know Chad Conine, who's a who's a tech fan, tech alum. Um, he thinks that you know uh, Coach K is going to get the benefit of a lot of calls in his uh, final run in the NCAA tournament. <laughs> so he's, he's he's already sort of uh, you know building up some excuses there. <laughs> but but uh, I don't know. I just I like tech as far as a team that could get bumped early. I think uh, Texas playing Virginia Tech. Um, Virginia Tech is not your ordinary um, 11 seed. Uh, didn't they make the ACC final? Um, they won it. You know? They won it. Yeah, won it. Yeah, so there you go. I mean, that, to me, they've got a little momentum, and I've got uh, Virginia Tech, the Hokies, beating the Longhorns. Who's your Cinderella this year? Uh, just as far as any team? Yes. Um Man, uh, I'm trying to remember my brackets now. Um, I feel like I had Chattanooga doing okay, but, you know, I don't know. I mean, upsets are hard to predict. I mean, that's why they're upset. So um, I'm, I'm sure, like everyone else, my bracket will be busted about 6 o'clock tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Bryce, not only do we have a ton of basketball with the Baylor men and the Baylor women, both uh, in the NCAA, the men here in Fort Worth, the women uh, in Waco tomorrow, but there is a huge baseball series that begins tomorrow uh, at Baylor Ballpark between the Bears and the TCU Horned Frogs. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm going to the Baylor men's game today. I'm going to the Baylor women's game tomorrow. But I'll also be at all three uh, Baylor baseball games this weekend. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to be making some rounds. But um, you're absolutely right. I mean, you're talking about the the opening series of the of the Big Twelve season. 
Um, always a fun rivalry between the Frogs and the Bears. Um, and, you know, another good test for Baylor here early in the season. I mean, um, you know, I feel like Coach Rod has, has really strengthened that schedule this year. Um, I think, you know, get you know falling into that number 65 spot uh, in the NCAA tournament uh, selection last year, um, you know, really stung. And so the idea was, well, let's go out and play a bunch of good teams, get our RPI, you know, really up there, um, you know, make sure we're prepared for Big 12. And uh, and certainly, you know, while TCU is an, an excellent program, they're not any better than probably any of the teams that Baylor's already seen because, um, you know, I thought Maryland was, was you know, pretty strong. Uh, they've played LSU. They've played Tennessee. They've played UCLA. They've played Duke. So, this Baylor team has has uh, seen some things this year, and you know they've you know they've been up, they've been down. Uh, they're coming off a, a tough loss to Sam Houston the other night that uh, bullpen you know couldn't hold on to, but uh, but you know I mean they're they're still uh, I think a, a, an NCAA contender for the for the postseason. Bryce, the Baylor women get started in the NCAA tournament tomorrow at the Ferrell Center against Hawaii as the number two seed. Pretty disappointed about that, and we've heard about that all week long, but is that enough motivation to push this team to a Final Four appearance? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like I kind of agree with what Nikki said, which is, you know, when when you're fighting maybe for that last one seed, which I feel like both Baylor teams were, um, and it wouldn't have really surprised me if they'd have been flipped, if if the women had been a one and the men had been a two. Uh, so, you know, I, 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 she, what she said was all it really does is push us down to the other side of the bracket, the bottom side of the bracket rather than the top side of the bracket. I mean, the matchups, uh, you know, are a little different. Um, you know, you get a, what do you get, a 7-10 in the second round instead of an 8-9 or – you know, I had to again do some math. This is way too early to do some math, but uh, <laughs> but no, I mean, I either way, let's say you're the one seed instead of the two. Um, you know, if it goes chalk, which uh, you know it never completely goes chalk, but if it goes chalk, uh, you're still facing you know the same team, the two, the you know the two seed. Uh, let's say Louisville would have been the two. Um, that's still a really, really strong program. You know, you're facing them in the regional final. So, <laughs> you know, uh, either way, you're going to have to beat good teams to make the final four. Can they do it? Sure. They can do it. I mean, I, uh, I think Melissa Smith is uh, the X factor. I mean, she's the, she's the one that makes them go. And then, you know, the thing that'll, uh, matter is if they're hitting their threes kind of around her. Bryce, sticking with the women's bracket, it, for me, it looks like this is one of the deeper fields that I've seen in quite some time. It, it's, are you getting the same feel, or am I kind of overstating that? I, I do think there's more parity uh, in in women's basketball maybe than there used to be. Um, I, I can remember a time when the, the women's bracket really did go chalk. Uh, um, I mean, you could pretty much count on you know three or four one seeds being in the final four um 
Whereas now I feel like there are more upsets. Now I read a story recently where, um, you know, it's obviously the, the NCAA and of course, you know, women's basketball coaches have really been kind of pushing, uh, for well pushing the NCAA for you know equality and stuff in terms of comparing the men's and the women's tournaments we saw a big uh you know brouhaha last year over uh, the weight rooms mm-hmm. you know the difference in the weight rooms well obviously one huge difference in the men's and the women's tournament is the fact that the women uh get to host the first couple game, uh, rounds you know the top 16 seeds and it has a lot to do with uh, – it has everything to do with attendance. Um, they feel like, you know, they can, you know, get better attendance if they play, you know, in these home sites rather than going to a neutral site. And they actually experimented with some neutral sites. Oh, it's been a long time now, uh, you know, early 2000s. Um, I can remember, well, even in uh, 20 20- – I can remember going to Berkeley um, to cover uh, the the Lady Bears when they were still known as the Lady Bears. Uh, that was Brittany Griner's fr- freshman year, and they played, uh, you know, I think they were the highest seed, and they played uh, at Berkeley, um, you know, that first round and uh, first two rounds. So um, I, I think it's actually smart that they that they still do the host sites because I do feel like it benefits them in attendance. But if they want to eventually get to the point where they're you know on sort of equal footing as the men's tournaments, they are going to need to you know be able to just go to a random city and and you know get a bunch of fans there. You know, uh, so. We'll see if that if, if it ever gets to that point. It, it's interesting. I was just about to ask you that question. Do you do you foresee a time where they they take another run at neutral sites in those first couple of rounds? I do. I do think they'll they'll give it a shot. Um, you know, it may be uh, kind of a similar deal, like um, you know, like the the Baylor men are going to Fort Worth. They may you know they may keep them still somewhat geographic uh you know yukon always ends up in a regional uh near uh connecticut i mean they're you know what's the bridgeport i think regional this year um so i I think you could see something similar maybe uh you know that you you expand out into neutral sites but you do it sort of on a you kind of tiptoe out a little bit you know i mean uh you keep you keep those sites still somewhat close home and 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 give give those fans you know uh easy travel bryce uh, it's pretty clear that there's a, a ton to to cover is there room for anything else besides the, the basketball <laughs> and the baseball yeah. this week we, we've uh we've carved out some space for some other stuff i mean um i had a, a high school powerlifting uh, feature today uh on a on a young lady from University High School, Crystal Sanchez. She's among, uh, the, you know, the many that are uh, going from Central Texas to uh, the state girls powerlifting meet in Corpus Christi this weekend. Next week, we'll have the state boys powerlifting meet. That's in Abilene. And, you know, that's a sport that, that uh, doesn't get a lot of attention, really, from, from anyone. Uh, but we always try to at least, 
you know, do something around state and, um, and yeah, you know, I mean, it, it's one, I know that uh, the university coach talked about, uh, Ed Love over there, the Waco ISD athletic director, he's really supportive of powerlifting. And I, and I understand why, because I feel like, you know, if, you get your kids stronger uh, in powerlifting, it benefits you in all sports. Bryce, as always, it's a pleasure. Look forward to seeing you here in, a, I guess, a couple hours. Yeah, we'll be there. All right, Bryce, thanks so much. That is Bryce Cherry for the Waco Tribune Herald. It is 847. We are 13 now away from 9 o'clock here on a uh, Thursday morning. Tom and Warden Garrett, we're glad you're with us. And, hey, if you want to sell your home in five days, you can do so. The brokerage house guarantees they'll sell your house in five days or less, or they're going to buy it from you for a price that you agree upon prior to listing your home. Look, if you're if you're trying to sell your home, you need to contact Aaron Ryan and the folks at the Brokerage House Realtors. They've got a program that is uh, going to generate offers above market value and multiple offers for your home. You want more information? Need more information? I've got I've got it for you here at five days to sow.com. That's the numeral five, five days to sow.com, or call Aaron at 817-812-2978. Baylor. Big 12 baseball this weekend from Baylor Ballpark as the TCU Horned Frogs come to Waco. The Bears opening Big 12 conference play this weekend at Baylor Ballpark hosting the TCU Horned Frogs. Games Friday at 6.30, Saturday at 3, and Sunday at 1 for Baylor and TCU. Bears, Frogs, Big 12 baseball this weekend from Baylor Ballpark right here on ESPN Central Texas. With more than 160,000 alumni worldwide and counting, the Baylor family is growing. And through the university's expanded Baylor alumni program, the family is growing closer. With hundreds of local volunteers planning events in cities and towns around the country, you can gather with fellow Bears no matter where you are. So get connected, get something started, get involved, and make plans to get together with Baylor alumni. Visit us at baylor.edu alumni. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Nitchie Group Insurance Agency. With the Nitchie Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Nitchie Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Nitchie Group at 1-800-258-8302. The best prices on newer used guns can be found at Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond. They have a large selection of 9mm guns, revolvers, shotguns, and ammo. From brand names like Smith & Wesson, Canik, Bursa, Glock, and Ruger. Buy, sell, or trade with a friendly and knowledgeable staff that will promptly answer your questions. And ask about their lifetime warranty on new guns. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16-1182-22462. Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Brothers Management is proud to serve the students of Baylor University. With apartments such as the Center, West Campus Lofts, Heritage Quarters, and the Arbors, you can guarantee that your college living experience will be comfortable and memorable. Brothers Management also offers the market's largest inventory of houses and duplexes. Brothers' unsurpassed attention to the individual is their hallmark. Stop by the Brothers Management Leasing Office at 400 LaSalle Avenue or go to brothersmanagement.com to check out your future home today. Leasing made easy. 
As fuel cost has risen, make sure your vehicle is summer ready. To get the best fuel mileage, take the proper steps needed in maintaining your vehicle properly with Kish's Complete Car Care Center's maintenance. There are many aspects of maintaining the fuel economy of your car. With rising fuel costs, we can make sure you get the best fuel mileage possible. Take the proper steps in maintaining your vehicle today at Kish's Complete Car Care Center. 5300 Franklin Avenue. Call Allen Samuels House of Travel for your next all-inclusive vacation. As the world's leading all-inclusive company, Sandals is the best in luxury Caribbean all-inclusive vacation for couples. Let them send you on the destination of your dreams to Jamaica, Bahamas, Antigua, or one of Sandals' other luxury resorts. Let Allen Samuels House of Travel help you book your next Sandals vacation. Allen Samuels House of Travel is a full-service travel agency located in the heart of Central Texas that has been locally owned and operated for over 45 years. Visit them at houseoftravelwaco.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lars Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Ruth Top Innovations in Central Texas. Call 254-730-ROOF. That's 730-7663. Putting your roof above everything else. Baylor starts playing the NCAA postseason tournament at Dickey's Arena in Fort Worth today against Norfolk State. Tip-off is 1 o'clock and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. March Madness is down to 64 teams on the men's side as Wright State beat Bryant while Notre Dame needed two overtimes to survive Rutgers. The women's tournament started play-in games with Howard knocking off Incarnate Word and Dayton eliminating DePaul. MCC baseball and softball swept doubleheaders from Hill. Baseball took road wins 1-0 in 4-3, while softball protected home field 10-1 in 6-5. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Live from the NCAA Basketball Tournament, it's Game Time with Tom, Ward, and Garrett. Time for the Grand Bag on Game Time. All right, a couple of final notes here that uh, we didn't get to in the course of the two-hour program. We do want to uh, congratulate Baylor Softball. They defeated Texas State last night 3-0. Uh, they are now 13-9 overall. they got a three-game set coming up with McNeese State. That begins tomorrow at 545, and you can hear that game and all three games on our sister station, Cool 101.3 FM. And again, as we mentioned, Baylor Baseball will open with TCU. Uh, congratulations to senior Nalissa Smith, named unanimous first-team All-American by the Associated Press. This marks the second straight first-team selection for Smith. <laughs> and guys... Is it fair to say that she really is probably the player of the year in, in the country? Oh, no, I, I think that's a fair statement. Obviously, you know, Paige Buchers, if she wouldn't have been hurt, would be in the mix. There's a girl from Iowa, Iowa as well. Uh, there's a lot of talent out there, but what Nalissa has done week in and week out and as many awards that she's racked up, I, I don't think you can really argue that. Uh, West Virginia women's basketball coach Mike Carey, the winningest coach in WVU women's basketball history announced his retirement. 21 years of leading that Mountaineer program, and he is going to step down. So uh, there you go. That's, that's what's going on there. All right, Ward Whites, talk to me about this game today. I think we all agree that Baylor's going to win this game. Is this one that where they take it from the opening tap and blow this team out, or is this a competitive basketball game? Well, I, I think that they have the capability of doing that, but I don't know. I mean, you 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 talk about the NCAA tournament, and we've seen in in all four games uh, so far that there's been a little bit of jitters getting in. Now, granted, it's four teams 
or eight teams that were vying for a chance to get into the big dance. So you, you can understand why the jitters are there for them and, you know, a couple of them in there for the first time ever. But that's not the case for Baylor. I, you know, I, I think they should lead this from tip to stern, uh, to tip to the final whistle. But, you know, let's give Norfolk some credit. They got here. And, you know, they have an opportunity laying in front of them to knock off the national champs. They're going to be stoked and ready to play. And so, you know, I expect it to be maybe a little bit of a, a contest early in this one, but I think Bader prevails pretty easily down the stretch. And, and, and Garrett, this is a veteran team now. I mean, look, their point guard, Joe Bryant Jr., uh, Jr. is a senior. Uh, there, there's, several, uh, there's several veteran guys on this team. No, I mean, look, this is a team that made it to the dance last year. They, they've played high-caliber competition. You know, you went up against Gonzaga, so you've seen teams on the – and that was a Gonzaga team last year who was significantly better than this one this season. Uh, so, you know, they've been there. They, they've had the experience. They have the coaching experience there as well. I, I think it's a competitive game with Baylor till about the first or second media timeout, and then you're going to see the Bears cruise. All right. Uh, hey, that's going to do it for us here. Uh, we will join you again at 11 a.m., for our game day live program. And that is going to be over at the uh, Fort Worth Museum for Science and History presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni. We'll be there starting at 11 a.m. Matt Mosley will join us. Uh, and many thanks to everyone who's been a part of this program. Brandon Salees, Nick Olson, Bryce Cherry. Uh, it's been fun. It has been fun. And we'll talk to you again at 11 a.m. this morning. For Ward and Garrett, I'm Tom. Thanks for listening. We'll see you at 11. <laughs>